Hello and welcome to Sri Lanka 99.94 Cricket Every Day. My name is Mark Machado from the Murali End and I'm joined as always by Estelle Vazu Devon from the Papare. Estelle is back from her adventures in Australia. Uh, Sri Lanka on 99.94 is your new home for Sri Lanka content. We'll be dropping into your podcast feed and on YouTube and the 99.94 app several times every week. So do please rate, review, and subscribe and tell all your friends that we're here. Thanks for joining Cricket's Conversation. Estelle, firstly, welcome back. How does it feel to be back in Sri Lanka after your Australian exploits? You must be really happy. Well, I'm happy about certain things. I also kind of wish I'd stayed a bit longer because that month just flew by. It was an incredible kind of opportunity for me. So thankful for it. Thankful also to be back. A bit of TMI, thankful for bidet sprays in Sri Lanka. Uh, So, yeah, just, just, you know, thankful to be back. But, yeah, I miss Australia a little bit. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I'm sure... The man of cricket that's played, you'll be back there in no time. And uh, before you know it, you'll be there half the year. Um, Estelle, today we're talking about the IPL. We're talking about IPL retention. Um, last season was quite a good uh, iteration of the IPL from a Sri Lankan perspective because we had six players there. I think broadly speaking, um, this there, there was kind of a debate that, that sparks up in Sri Lanka every now and again about you know, we shouldn't let our best players go play in IPL. They're trying to work out our, you know, it gives a chance for some of the other batsmen around the world, particularly Indian batsmen, to figure out what our our best bowlers are up to. Um, and it gives, uh, you know, everyone else a, a chance to have a look at our best batsmen. I think that argument is pretty much dead in the water, even though we know that Arjuna Ranatunga, uh, Sri Lanka's uh, World Cup winning former captain, does occasionally... Uh, you know, talk, talk about that. But I think broadly speaking, I think most people are of the belief now in and around striking cricket that playing in the IPL is a good thing, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when it comes to, you know, figuring out bowlers or batsmen or whatever, it works both ways, right? So your 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 best players are playing against some of the better players in the world. So they've got the opportunity to learn from them as well. So overall, I think Generally, there is there is definitely a kind of uh, a more positive kind of turn of uh, uh, perspective on it now. Uh, I don't think you could say the same maybe about five six years ago, but definitely now I think there's there's definitely a change of perspective. Where also I think people are understanding that this belatedly understanding that this is a profession for these players, right? I mean, that kind of money can change lives. So. Um, a lot, a lot more positive. I don't know if Arjunadranathunga's perspective has changed on it, but yeah, yeah, his perspective might not have changed. But I think you know it, it's it, it's important that you said it works both ways because I also think there's we'll we'll talk about who's been retained and who's not been retained. But definitely for some of the uh, the players, you can see like quite vast improvements in the way they play cricket and the way they, you know, their thinking and tactics around the game. And, yeah, I'm sure a lot of that has come from the coaches that SLC have provided for them, and, you know, they're just natural improvement anyway. But you you have to wonder, you know, going away and working with the best players in the world in a very ultra-professional environment, I'm not saying that's, you know, Sri Lanka cricket don't provide a professional environment, but equally professional at least, 
environment and working with different coaches can can sometimes you know just give you a different train of thought and and make you raise your game and and that's why I for one I, you know I, I bang on about this on social media a lot I think it's really important that we have as many players playing in the best leagues around the world as possible and I think you know every everyone should be behind it obviously you know what? What do I know about cricket compared to Arjun Aranatunga? He's entitled to to his view. Um, Estelle, should we go through yep. the list? So last year, as I said, there were six players playing IPL. Let's talk about the players who've been retained. Uh, Hasaranga has been retained by RCB. I think this is quite yeah. obvious one. He had a really good uh, tournament last year. It's interesting because he played in that. Uh, if you remember two seasons ago, so not last season, the season before that. The IPL, because of COVID, ended up being truncated into two parts. And he played in the second part of that. And he didn't do massively well, but he was still got, you know, he still got back there. I thought you saw the improvement. You know, he's, he, I talk about players improving. I thought he's one of those players who probably improved the most uh, being around that kind of environment. And he's and he made himself an integral part of at least the bowling lineup for, for RCB last season, right? Yeah, I, I think, like you said, he, he didn't have the best of starts in his IPL career. But last season, he, he was one of one of the key players for RCB. And obviously, they're looking for a title win. And, you know, you can't... even if I think even if he didn't have such a great season, just seeing how what, what he's done over the last year would have been tough to kind of let him go. Because you, 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 you're always kind of aware of what could happen with him because he's he's done so well with both bat and ball over the last season. I think one thing that he he definitely want to kind of prove and um you know catch their eyes with is his batting because he's batting at eight, nine for RCB. I mean if you watch the World Cup you'll probably argue that's not a bad idea. But um we know how good he is with the bat and what what he can do with the bat. Um, so he he'd want to kind of move up in that, but he looks like a definite starter, doesn't he? Uh, in that RCB lineup, yeah, he looks like a starter. Uh, you know, they came close last season. Um, they they want to build on that momentum last year. I can't see a huge amount of changes in their backroom staff as well. So um, I think it will largely be you know they're they're not one of the teams that's released a huge amount of players as well. So, so I think it will largely be the last year's squad just having another crack at it. And I'm interested to see which players they bring in um, to supplement the squad that they already have, actually, um, because they're pretty strong in all departments. Um, so so let, let's see what happens with RCB. They're, they're, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, the next player being retained is uh, Tikshana. This is obviously someone we've spoken about quite a lot recently. Um, Again, you know, he was signed up by Super Kings. It looks to me, I think he's playing in their in the in the UAE franchise when that starts as well. Um, it looks Is to it me the that UAE they're gonna or the South African one. Or he's he's playing in one of their yeah. other teams as well. So he's um, it, it, which to me seems like that that's a sign yeah. that he's probably quite important for their plans going forward um as you know we talked about this in the previous episode where we talked we took a deeper dive in his career he's still so young and there's still a lot more to come from him right 
yeah i think he's one guy csk in particular won't want to kind of he he seems like one of the long term kind of choices for them particularly with the type of surfaces they play on at home um a lot of slow low kind of tracks that are prepared there he's ideal for kind of those kinds of tracks and he, when you've got guys like dhoni uh, in the squad right from tikshana's perspective there's no better place for him to be um i don't think amongst the teams in the ipl there's a better team better suited for him particularly with you know like i said like like dhoni uh in that setup you've got a lot of experienced players you've got a team um or franchise that that has won a lot of titles and knows how to win so for him i think it's it's a it's a particularly good kind of franchise to be in of of course for them as well he's he's a fantastic i think a bargain uh for whatever price they paid for him last time because he offers so much with the ball we discussed it last week about you know just just the kind of roles he's been able to um uh, fulfill for sri lanka in the t20 world cup um so it it'll be interesting to see how he goes in the ipl what sort of role he is given because we did see kind of you know bowling in the power play that middle overs everywhere you know because sri lanka had so many issues with injuries but i think he will have a more consistent and kind of settled role with csk so um that will that will be really interesting to see another guy who maybe we can see a bit, bit more with with the bat i'm hoping yeah yeah oh yeah definitely i mean estelle you you're the you you're at the forefront of think shada is a all-rounder uh campaign across all platforms here so uh Well, well, I'm waiting for this to happen. I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to happen. Any this could, you know, it could happen in the next few weeks. It could happen in the next few months. But we know at some point, Tikshana the all rounder will appear. I think the other thing, if we're if we're talking about Tikshana and Hasaranga, is both the sides that they're at will know that they will be playing the IPL. There is no doubt about that this season. And the question really is, is you know even if you, even if there was any there was some bit of the sides that wanted to let go of him it's well do you want to let an opposition team yeah, take him exactly because i just don't i think at this point both of them are so hot that you don't yeah. want you don't want that to happen right um because they all like tikshana both of them pretty much guarantee you a wicket at this point in their careers i'd say um and if they're not getting wickets they're going for very few for you runs um they are playing australia in perth so you know uh what in do is it going to have any of the problems you might have had there um they yeah they they're absolutely brilliant world class t20 bowling options um so i think that they you know there's no doubt that they're going to um they're going to be retained because you don't want to let you know yeah, for no other reason yeah, you don't absolutely. want to let the opposition get hold of them uh should we talk about bodhikaraj punks he's been retained by punjab kings Um I was uh, going into the you know going into the announcements this week I was a 50-50 yeah. about whether or not they'd keep him only because I thought he had a really really good IPL last season but only because Punjab Kings stuck to forward kind of let go of a lot of players mm-hmm. and I thought maybe he might be one, one of them but they've they've retained him I think firstly he had a really good season I think secondly he's become a bit of a fan favorite because he just hits the ball around and also i think because of his you know he's he's got quite a friendly character um and thirdly i think he's relatively cheap 
compared to other players in his position, right? Yeah, I think that, like you, I was I was also unsure about Banuka, particularly because kind of uh, Punjab Kings seem like a bit more volatile in terms of you know you, the changes they bring in every season. But you're right. I think it's again a case of do you want to let go of him, and then you know spend a much bigger uh, amount of money to get someone who can play a similar type of role for you, or do you keep him and give him another go? So I think it's it's a, it's a good good option that Punjab Kings have taken. I hope he gets to he gets to start most games. Like you said, he had a good really good start to the season last time, but I believe. When Basto came in, then you know he had to make way for him, and um, and then when he came back, he didn't he didn't really have as much as uh, much of an impact as he did when he started off. But just the type of player he is, I think, plays into their type of cricket. Punjab Kings is a very attacking side, particularly with the bat. So just the way he plays, I think, really goes with what they are trying to do as a franchise. Um, so. Hopefully, it'll be another good season for him, a better season than last time, because he didn't have a good World Cup. Um, so, I guess in some ways he has he has a bit to prove as well. Because he, I mean, we spoke about it. He went went into the World Cup saying that his goal was to be um, player of the tournament or highest run getter or whatever. So, bit of a point to prove after a disappointing World Cup. So, I hope he can do well. Punjab also. Uh, one of the kind of the underdogs. So you almost always want to see those kinds of teams do well in the tournament as a whole. Yeah, I, um, I I thought last season he showed great character because he started so well in the IPL and then the minute Johnny Bairstow arrived, he got dropped from the side. And I thought that was kind of unfair because I don't think you should ever drop form players. And he got himself back into the team, which, you know, w- was was brilliant. Obviously, Johnny Bairstow had that accident uh, playing golf and is, you know, currently he, he's got a broken leg. He'll probably, you know, from the time frames that I see written about in England, Bairstow should be available for, for the IPL. But I imagine, you know, part of the thinking was, well, these are actually, you know, Barnaku is, is a natural replacement for Johnny if you're not, not going to play both of them. So, and we know Johnny's injured at the moment. It's a broken leg. It could be... It, it could be an easy fix. He could come back exactly the same player or there could be some complications in rehab. So let, 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 let's let keep hold of him. I think also, you know, media have talked again extensively about Barnaker and I think he is a confidence player. And I think the fact that he's got this nod will, will do him a world of good and he deserves it. And again, you know, we talked about the other two. I think he's one of those players. I mean, he's spoken publicly about going to the IPL and... and what the extra coaching and having a you know you know specific uh, coach for him has how it's improved his game and and the thing that is most important about him is his, or, or that at least data people would say is most important about him is his strike rate and he maintains quite a high strike rate even when he gets out um, though obviously people in the comments will probably point to that England game I know but. Uh, in general, he retains quite a high strike rate. Uh, the fourth retention was probably um, the one that I, I thought was most surprising, but um, only because he is he, yet to make an impact on the international stage. But he was absolutely sensational when he bowled for CSK last year. That's Matisha uh, Paterada, the uh, very young, uh, malinga-inspired Seema. Um 
he felt it came, you know, he, he got drafted in during the IPL, very late in the IPL. I believe he was there as a net bowler anyway. Um, they CSK gave him a contract. He got a wicket on his first ball. Uh, um, and, and I mean, you couldn't you couldn't want a better start. I think everyone in and around Sri Lanka cricket knows that this kid's got the potential to be an absolute handful. Um, and what's interesting to me is that CSK are obviously doing a lot of research on young Sri Lankan players. Uh, they've got Dick Sharda. Uh, they've got Dick Sharda when he barely played any international cricket. They've now uh, got Patarada as well. Uh, the fact they've retained him at this age, like again, feels to me like this is a nod for this is somebody want to have involved in the franchise um, going forward. I think um, it's it's exciting for Sri Lankan cricket. I know every a lot of people seem to be quite frustrated or couldn't quite understand why he he hasn't played more for Sri Lanka. I think he is still very raw. Um, and I think it bodes well that, you know, we've got players that are actually not very close to the national side um, who are getting, who are playing in the best leagues in the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's a great opportunity for him, right? Just like, like you said, pick before he had even made his international debut. And then you have a team like a franchise like CSK, like I mentioned with Tikshana, like they've won championships they know how to win they've got a great you know setup going you have a team like that retain you and that could do wonders for your confidence I'm sure he 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 probably was a little bit disappointed that he didn't get to play in the World Cup Sri Lanka had so many injuries but still he didn't get called up despite being part of like the Asia Cup squad so he would have been disappointed but I'm sure this this uh, the fact that CSK of all teams has has decided to retain him, I'm sure will give him a lot of confidence because he didn't do much. I mean, he, he only got a handful of games last season. But whatever he's done has obviously impressed um, the management. Uh, and I think he's another bargain, right? Maybe he's not playing the entire season for you, but he can come in for a couple of games, um, you know, and, and fulfill that kind of role as a death bowler or that, kind of surprise package for your team. So um, I think it's a win-win for both the team, the franchise and Pathirana. Um, I hope that he gets more game time like like Barnuka, that he, he does get more game time. But I don't think he should be too disappointed if he doesn't play the entire season because just being in that setup itself will, I'm sure, help him a lot uh, going forward, particularly with the World Cup the 50-over World Cup coming up uh, next year in India as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Should we take a quick break and let's talk about the players who haven't been retained when we get back. Hi, I'm Nikesh Raghani, commentator and host of the India on 99.94 podcast. Several times each week, my co-host Sarah Waris and I will be bringing you the very best in Indian cricket chat. Whether we're discussing the legend of Julan Goswami, Kale Rahul's strike rate, the men's T20 death bowling woes, or the latest controversy involving the BCCI, we've got you covered. You can listen and subscribe via your usual podcast provider. Just search for India on 99.94. You can watch us via YouTube and you can download the 99.94 app. If you love Indian cricket, then join 
our conversation. Uh, so, Estelle, two Schlunker players haven't been retained. Let's talk about Chimera first. He um, he wasn't retained by my team, Lucknow Super Giants. I was really surprised at this, actually, and I, I suspect the main reason is his injury record, essentially since the IPL. Um, he, he's been wrapped up in cotton wool, and it's not quite worked out for him. We know he had to leave the World Cup early. Uh, we know that he's had an operation, and I wonder if they just thought at this stage we can't, we don't want to take a risk and free up a spot. Chamir uh, has played in two editions of the IPL now, and he's been quite very good in both of them, and he's improving. I suspect he'll he'll get picked up in the draft next time round um, on the, on the proviso that he can kind of prove out his fitness. The draft is, I think, the 23rd of December. So almost a month and a few days afterwards. Um, I've no update on his fitness beyond what I see on social media. Um, so I, I think it might just be a case of can he, can he prove out his fitness to prospective teams? And he may well even find himself back in luck now. Who knows? Yeah, I was also really surprised. But like you said, it it you have to kind of think it's it's to do with his injuries, right? Because you can't uh, for a team like Lucknow Super Giants who are new to the IPL, they can't really afford to have just carry a player through a season without them having you know take, without them being able to take part. So I think that's one of that's probably the reason why they let him go. But again, it's it's an opportunity for him. Maybe he gets picked up by one of the bigger sides and gets to pay, play a bigger role um, for for whatever side he is picked in. I think he will get picked in the draft, but, I mean, stranger things have happened, right? Like, bigger players have missed out um, on opportunities. But I've seen a lot of, like, Australians pulling out of the IPL, so maybe that's an opportunity uh, waiting for uh, Chamira. Yeah, yeah, because he's like a... Uh, a... You could compare it to Pat Cummings. I don't know. I suppose Pat Cummings possibly gives you a bit more with the bat. There you go. Um, and then uh, Charmaka Karuna Rutney has been released by KKR. I don't think this was a surprise. He was he he wasn't involved in any of the fixtures last season. In fact, they let him go early to to join up with a I can't remember what slug squad it was. I think it might have been the uh, the squad getting ready for the Australia series. He's not had a great 2021. Sorry, he had a great 2021. He hasn't had a great 2022 thus far. We know that he will not be in Sri Lanka's ODI squad for Afghanistan. Um, they, um, I haven't seen an actual official press release yet, but they did say in, a, in the media briefing for the LPL because it came up in the questions that he won't be involved. He's not been dropped for disciplinary reasons. They made that clear. Um, I think he just needs to go away and find a little bit of form somewhere. Slash also, but I do have some empathy for him because I think he's the one who's quite often asked to do the hard tasks. He has to bat with the uh, the tail enders and he has to, normally he ends up bowling where no one else wants to bowl where we or when we've totally run out of, of other options. And... I suppose he's he's just not had a moment recently where he's totally excelled and he's the first kind of victim, I suppose, of um, Sri Lanka's bad form at the World Cup 
Though I, I'd kind of argue that maybe he wasn't the greatest form going into it anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I also do do feel a bit of sympathy towards him because I feel like in the past, not not the World Cup per se, he didn't have a very good World Cup and not many of the Sri Lankans did have good World Cups, right? Uh, but in the past, and we've spoken about this before, the stats don't necessarily kind of reflect how well he's done now. Even him being dropped from the ODI squad. Uh, I've seen a lot of people on social media, on Twitter, discussing how his average in ODIs is this much, whatever, right? Uh, but I don't. that doesn't give you the full story. The truth is, in the past year, a lot of these little, little kind of periods of play where Sri Lanka have needed something to happen, he has kind of been one of the main players who made that happen. Like, you know, get a crucial wicket, score a boundary at a crucial time. Maybe he finishes with six or four, right? But he's hit a boundary when you've really needed it. Um, or he fi- finishes with one wicket in his 10 overs, but he's taken a crucial wicket. So I do think with players like him in particular, who is not, you wouldn't call him a bowler or a batsman, right? He He's definitely a bit of a bits and pieces kind of player. And I don't mean that like in a, in a, in a, in a bad way, in a negative, negative way. Um, he is a bit of a, like a bits and pieces player. So it's difficult to kind of judge him on based on his batting average or bowling average. It's very, I think, contextual. You have to look at the types of situations he comes in. But coming back to the IPL, I don't think it was surprising at all. Um, in fact, I think last year, them picking him was a surprise. Um, but he didn't get to feature in any of the games. I'm sure it was a good experience for him. I think his bowling certainly did. Like his pace improved uh, after that kind of the month he spent with the KKR uh, unit. So it's not a surprise that they've let him go. I am doubtful that he'll get an opportunity this time, particularly as he didn't didn't feature at all last year and he hasn't had the best of uh, World Cups as well. But I think it's it's a good time for him to go back and kind of reset a little bit. He, like much of the many of the others, is also a bit of a confidence player, right? And you can see that once he didn't have a good didn't have didn't have good performances, um, you could see the the shoulders kind of drop and you know. Um, a little bit of doubt creeping in, I think, because, you know, these players are human too, right? They see what's going on on social media. They see what people are talking about, uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of criticism. Weirdly enough, he's one of the first guys who gets kind of criticized, right? When Sri Lanka don't do well. Yeah. Um, so, it's t- the talent is obviously there. Um, he, the ability is there. So, there, I don't think there's any reason to doubt that, but Maybe it's time to just go back, rethink things, rethink how he wants to go forward. Maybe look at focus, focusing more on one of either the bowling or the batting so that he can get into the side as a pure bowler or pure bat- batter and then kind of, you know, work on the other aspects. Because to me, I w- and I was a doubter at first, like a year ago, if you had asked me about Chamika Karnaratna, my perspective would have been completely different. But... I do think that he has a lot to offer Sri Lanka cricket in particular and in T20 cricket in particular. So hopefully this this time of cricket is a good kind of period for him to work on work a little bit more on himself. And, and I, the other thing that can happen in cricket quite often is sometimes 
the best thing for your reputation can be not playing. Sometimes you never... You, <laughs> the best players are on the bench, right? right? You, you, You've never yeah, been as yeah, good as right? when you've been on the bench. <laughs> Ex- exactly, right? You, your reputation grows and suddenly people realise what you're doing. Uh, I mean, some some of the fielding I've seen from Sri Lanka sides in the very recent past has been so bad, I'd say you could almost justify having a specialist fielder and he's one of our best fielders. So maybe maybe keep him in the squad just for that. Uh, let's take a quick break, Esther. When we get back, let's have a look at which players we think could end up with IPL contracts um, after the next mini auction. I'm Neil Manthorpe, one half of South Africa on 99.94 with Lungani Zama. We're covering the Rainbow Nation as it undergoes its biggest transition since readmission. We cover every part of the South African game on 99.94 and you can hear us several times a week where you find your podcasts or on YouTube. Uh, so Estelle, there's uh, all the teams, all the IPL teams have, have put out their attention list. We know there's roughly about, I think, 30 spots for overseas players. That doesn't mean all 30 will be fulfilled, uh, but it means that there's potential opportunity for a few more shrunken players to um, to be part of of the tournament, um, I think the question, and, and I, I suspect almost all the striker players will will want to play in it. Um, I if they're not already there, I think the real question is: is which players do you think are most likely to fill those spots? the The difficulty with with these drafts is you never know what's going to happen at the draft itself. I mean, how many times do you? Do you follow these drafts and, and the players who, who are who are tipped to be the hot picks don't get selected? Um, and also, from a player's perspective, I think the frustration thing is is that you know the clubs, uh, the teams, sorry, are getting more savvy about how to use these drafts, yeah. and they understand there's no point collecting eight of the best opening yeah. batsmen in the world. You have to have more balance in the side, and you know, therefore. I mean, the two players I'd love to see play in the IPL will be Kissel Mendes and uh, Nisanka. But actually, realistically, you look at it and you'd say India's, you know, the the depth of, of opening yeah. batting talent in India has never been higher. And actually, probably the hardest place to pick up a IPL contract is as an opening batter, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like you said, that that's I, that's one of the biggest differences between franchise cricket and... Uh, international cricket, right? Like uh, teams are a lot more savvy on, you know, and there's no kind of, how, how do I say it? Like this emotional kind of connection, right? Where, oh, he's done so well in this, 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 we have to pick him. That emotion is removed from franchise cricket. So they they don't see things how a national team would see things. So, I mean, in Sri Lanka, we've had, we've had situations where we've had like six openers, right? I mean, <laughs> You're trying to yeah. fit as many openers. Well, currently, there's basically uh, our top four yeah. is four openers, right? right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, in the IPL, like you said, and I also think in T20 cricket, opening the batting is the easiest position to be in. It's a lot tougher to come in beyond that, like at your three, four, five, six. I think even more than five, six, it's three and four that's tough because you're kind of caught trying to adjust to what happens in the first six overs and then, you know, trying to set a, a, a foundation for the latter order as well. So the Kusar Mendes, I, I would think, is 
could be an option but would be difficult to pick for me i think someone like dilshan madhusanka will be somebody who a lot of maybe the smaller teams will have their eye on because again he he's kind of an unknown quantity and he's done well um bowls quick cliff arm bowler you don't get too many of them so i think he's one player who maybe a couple of teams will have their eyes on but of course he's out with injury so we don't know whether that's that's going how long that's going to keep him out for and you know the details there and the other one and i think he was unlucky to kind of miss out last season was dasun shanaka i think he offers enough as a batter alone not 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 even as an all-rounder but as a batter alone to get a contract um at one of the teams he didn't have the best of world cups but i think again he's he's the type of player who comes in a, in a lot of difficult situations and over the last year he's done a really superb job for sri lanka coming in at number 6 so maybe there is an opportunity for him i think uh a lot of those teams in the ipl would benefit from having a player like him i do think a lot of them do see still see him as more of a bowling all-rounder which is weird uh i know i know he he kind of rose to the spotlight because of his bowling but he's always been more of a better than a bowler so um maybe that's that's the reason why he didn't get picked last season as well but uh i think he has a lot to offer in that low middle order for whatever team in the ipl i think all teams could benefit from having him i i agree with on on those two i also think the other two that teams might have a look at would be uh, uh lahiru kamara i think potentially because there's not many players that come out of the subcontinent who bowls at the kind of pace that he pace uh, he can and as kind of consistently as he can as well i, I wonder if one of the smaller teams might take a punt on yeah, on him yeah i think him. players like from sri lanka they don't uh, unless you're you're a hasaranga they don't tend to go at big price tags right so someone like lahiru kumar could be yeah. a real bargain you know for one of like maybe the base price or whatever if he does set the right kind of base price because maybe he doesn't play the entire season for you but he could be a really big impact player for uh, some of those teams yeah exactly and the other player just cuz he he's had quite a good 6 months or not even 6 months last 3 months and i think if he has a good uh lpl which finishes i think 2 days before or the day before the the draft starts i think is the uh, dadajai de silva because he's got that kind of bits and pieces about him he can kind of do he, obviously we know what it's best for him to open the batting but i think just being a a a batting all-rounder effectively is is quite an effective it's quite a strong hand to go into um uh, an auction like like the IPL auction and we know that um he 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 can get runs on pretty much any surface and he can at his bowling's pretty effective on almost any surface though i don't know you know you know we're we're still under there's a lot of mystery why he doesn't often bowl his four overs out when he plays for the national side um but maybe for again maybe for uh IPL side he could represent great value in it the other one player i would chuck in there uh he's obviously one of my favorites and gets mentioned in this podcast way too much is Wallace just cuz again he's young and i think you get him cheap and you can groom you know i i see him as as a kind of little hasaranga so uh you could potentially um 
you know, build, groom him, get him in early, get him in cheap, and 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 uh, build a team around him for you know the in the next few seat, you know, for five six years time at at least, depending on I suppose on when the next mega auction is. Um, yeah, so I, I think we could end up in a situation, or we should end up with at least six yeah. players uh, playing in, in the IPL. I think uh, um, if if we if Schlunk has a good auction, it could be as high as as nine, but it'll probably be six or seven, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think six would be the number. I, I'm not entirely sold on the type of role the likes of like Dananjiri Silva can play in an IPL team, um, just because the surfaces tend to be more betting friendly and. Like like we spoke about, you know, the, those opening spots or those top three spots are very difficult to get any space uh, in. And and I wonder if if IPL teams are kind of moving away now from that type of play. You saw Kane Williamson getting uh, released. I mean, he, he, how long has he been in the IPL? Right, he, he's he's spent at least the last five six years in the IPL. So. Maybe they're kind of moving away from that type of player who the the anchor uh, in the side. But I yeah. do think with the incredibly high amount of matches that uh, players from England, Australia are playing, that them dropping out would give opportunities to a lot of lot of Sri Lankans. So uh, we did see like someone like Pat Cummins. So maybe Lahiru Kumara is your replacement for uh, Pat Cummins. Uh, yeah. Rightfully so, rightfully so. I'd much rather have Kamara in my side than Pat Cummings, and you can quote me on that. Uh, don't eye roll. Come on, this is Shlanko 99.94. Um, shall we leave it there uh, so, so you can eye roll in peace the rest of the day, Estelle? Thank you for listening to Shlanko 99.94, where we speak cricket every day. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcast and tell all your friends and family about us. You can download the 99.94 app and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mark Machado and Estelle is at Estelle underscore Vazu Dev 1, as in the number one. Never miss out. Join our 24-7 conversation on social media and follow us at 9994DM Cricket every day your way.